We are outdoor ladies who hunt, shoot, and fish, all while working in conservation and chasing kids. I'm Julia Plugi with the Nebraska Game and Parks Commission. And I'm Michaela Ray with the National Wild Turkey Federation. Follow us on our outdoor adventures. Welcome to the next episode of She Goes Outdoors. For the last week, uh, we've been really introducing and pushing these new subscription boxes that we are partnering with Kansas and Iowa. And you may have seen those either on the website, you may be seeing them on through Facebook. We talked about them in the last episode. During that conversation, we only had a chance to introduce two of our new co-hosts. Well, today we're gonna introduce you to another co-host. We're bringing in some young blood this time. She's been the craft behind our website, the craft behind some creative young ideas. Welcome, Sophia. How are you today? Hi, thank you for having me. I'm doing really well. Uh, introduce yourself. Tell us where you're at now. What is your position? And um, I may harass you as to where you are now and where we think you probably should be. <laughs> <laughs> so I am actually a university student at the University of Nebraska-Lincoln. Um, there I'm studying fisheries and wildlife law enforcement with a minor in criminal justice. Um, I will actually be graduating here in November. Um, I worked for Nebraska Human Parks for the last year and I was a naturalist and range staff out there and I really helped out with mentor hunts and BOW events and that's where I got to know a lot of people out there and then I was able to actually transfer over and hop the river to Iowa and so I am now over in Iowa as a hunting outdoor education specialist and I'm working for the Iowa DNR and also AmeriCorps. I've been really lucky to be a part of this partnership with the Iowa and Kansas and Nebraska because I haven't completely left Nebraska yet, but I still got two new partnerships with Nebraska, with Kansas and Iowa. Yeah, we're uh, very fortunate to be able to share that position right now as with this project because Sophia, like she mentioned, um, she did work for the Game and Parks Commission as a temporary at Platte River State Park. I think I first actually met you maybe when you were doing some internships with Game Warden. Yep, Officer Swanson. I worked with him for another year previous to working at Platte River State Park, and I did an internship with him, and I wrote around cases and a bunch of checks, and I learned a lot from him. A great guy, great at his job, and I mean, just give you that world of perspective of that world as a game warden, or we call them conservation officers. And you continue to pursue or interest in that, that field, even after that experience, and which is absolutely amazing because right now Nebraska only has, uh, we have one female game warden. The growth and the interest, females wanting to get into hunting and shooting in the outdoor skills world, you're going to be a role model for that and to continue to even move into that career field as a female. And so kudos to you. She does a great job at mentoring. In fact, I think what was, we did all that squirrel hunt last winter. Yeah. It leads into a great story. I think as the after the squirrel hunt, we started leading into this COVID thing and you continue to still mentor either through social distancing or through media too. I don't want to give it away. 
Um, yeah, I've been a mentor. Christy Christensen, which you guys already spoke to her, she brought me to the Cast and Blast, and I was able to go out to Halsey National Forest and take some people grouse hunting, which was amazing to me because my favorite thing to do is to upland bird hunt, and that's just where I live. So I love being able to take people out that have never had an opportunity to actually do that. And so we went out, we spent a whole weekend camping, fishing, hunting, eating really good food. And so <laughs> we were able to do all the cooking and everything. And that was just amazing to be able to get these people out. And some of them had never tent camped before. Some of them never really even hunted or walked behind a dog before. So it was awesome to be able to get out there and show them how to hunt, the ethics of hunting. And it's how much of a blast, but yet you don't always get something when you go out. Um, I've done the squirrel hunting uh, with BOW as well as Every year, I'm the woman that goes with the conservation officers down to Indian Cave State Park, and we take some kids out, and we spend a weekend hunting um, river antlers over there, and I'm able to help out with that, as well as the youth pheasant hunt. Nebraska, every the weekend before our opening weekend for adult pheasant hunting, there is a youth pheasant hunt where a bunch of pheasants are actually released, and every year, I'm able to find a different group of children that need to go out, and I take my dog out and I put the put her in front of them and we're actually able to get them harvested their first pheasants and so that's always an awesome thing um, both my dog and I love doing that uh, so I've done quite a few different other mentor hunts and I just I live with it I didn't realize when I came to the university I didn't realize how blessed I was to be able to have the hunting land that I do or to have someone to be able to guide me to hunt and show me how to properly hunt and the ethics of hunting and so when I got to university, I just was, I assumed that a lot of people enjoyed to hunt and a lot of people knew how to hunt. And when people would come up to me and ask me these, what I thought were simple questions, they would ask me and they would really want to be curious about it. And I loved that because I was able to teach them about it and explain to them and give them my perspective of it. And then I actually was able to go and take them out. And so that's why it was awesome becoming a hunter education instructor, both in Nebraska and Iowa, be able to educate people on how to hunt ethically properly and show them all the different aspects of hunting how it's not just about harvesting the animal and I'm going through the process um, interview process to become a Nebraska conservation officer right now um, so hopefully I hopefully I will be finding out the news for that within the next week so fingers crossed but yep, I got my fingers and my toes crossed for yeah. <laughs> we'll have to wait and see we'll be excited to to find out the results. And either way, uh, you've definitely been a mentor in the field. You know, going back to the Cast and Blast, and just a short description of that. Cast and Blast was a mentored hunt that they did out in Halsey. Here in Nebraska, that is our national forest. It's some rugged terrain uh, for the, you know, especially for some, either if you're new to camping, if you're new to hunting, which a lot of them were, this was their new to them in grouse, on top of that is not the easiest upland game bird to hunt. And so you had to walk a lot and know that, yeah, you definitely don't, don't be disappointed if you, even after this pheasant hunt that we're gearing these ladies up for through these boxes, to not be disappointed if you didn't actually harvest a bird because the experience in general is going out there, learning the camaraderie of it and some of these ladies just even learned how to Dutch oven cook for the first time. And so from the experience that I heard after the event that even though no one came home with a harvest of bird, because I don't, if, if I remember it, you didn't even see any, did you? 
We had one person come with two harvested birds. Oh, but my, only okay. one, only one. But yeah, that was almost a year ago. I can't remember. Okay, that was almost a year ago. Like I yeah. can't remember. But you know, I find that even if one person on the hunt gets the bird, everyone is so excited, and the experience is what we're leading into with these subscription boxes. Is we're gearing these ladies up by sending them the material ahead of time and then preparing for this hunt afterwards. Trying to reach out to this audience, like your age that's busy with college, my age that's busy home with kids, on the time that allows for them. We know time is sensitive, but we want to get them out in the field. And so that's what we're doing with these boxes. And then we're gonna set you up, we're gonna set them up with mentors such as Sophia, that is totally jazzed and understands that you are at a novice, they are at a novice level, a beginning level. That's what our mentors do is they, we pair you up with them and they understand that ever level that you might be at before going in the field, that they come to your level and, and they bring you up and it's supportive and educational. So he also did this with a squirrel hunt, right? Was you were paired up with Katie and was this Katie's? Yep first hunt ever like she was terrified I think just even to go hunting in general and the first time in the field with Katie she had um there was no squirrels to demon shoot like it was just an awkward weather day but share that experience and how I think it was in December or January might have been January um how you took her in the field of January 2020 and where Katie is now yeah, Katie, she was such a spunk of energy right when we met her. She is such a go-getter. She loves birding. She isn't out. She wants to be outdoors, but she doesn't know really where to go or what to do. But yet she has a knowledge of birds that she has in her, from observing from her own backyard. She says that when she was a younger girl, she shot 22s with her dad or her grandpa, I believe. And so when we were target practicing before we went out, I cannot believe how many years it's been. And she was hitting bullseye after bullseye after bullseye. The consistency within her shots was amazing. She was such a natural and it was awesome to see her. And when we got out there, we kind of warned everyone, all right, well, the weather's not the best. We may or may not see them. I hope you don't get discouraged. We really just talked to him about that aspect one-on-one. -on -one. And then Katie and I got out. She came prepared. She was ready to go. She was so excited. Like seeing her so excited made me even more excited for her. And so we went out, we walked to our, we walked to our area, we put down our seats and we sat down and we were able to actually bring some camouflage pillows to sit on because it was snowing. It was sleeting. I was there. Day. Yep. I think we had seven yeah. layers on and a wool blanket. It yes. Like our faces were covered. The only thing that was coming out was our little eyes and maybe our eyebrows. Like it was so cold, but Katie did awesome. She was just loving every minute. She never complained once. Like, I think I let out like, my goodness, I don't think I can feel my toes. And she was like, no, I'm doing okay. She's like, I'm good. And Katie is tiny. So she had to have been freezing her butt off, but she was so positive. She was awesome. And we were sitting there and she was pointing out birds to me left and right and IDing them. And I was like, you she's awesome. And we, I think we saw one squirrel. All we saw was the tail of it. And she spotted it first. I was looking in one direction. She was looking in the other. And she, I don't know how she saw this squirrel through the sleet, but she saw just a little tail. And I was like, all right, 
like I could feel her like her heartbeat starting to pound and she was getting so excited and I just kind of had to calm her down a little bit say I know you see the squirrel but we have to wait until we see the body we can't just shoot at a tail we have to wait a little bit longer and then after a couple minutes that squirrel actually went completely out of view and she wasn't able to take the squirrel at all and I think about 30 minutes after that we had gotten a phone call saying, hey, we forgot about you guys. Come on over. And so we walked out and then they had to come back and get us because everyone was done. <laughs> I didn't have anything to do with that. <laughs> she did amazing. Even though she wasn't able to harvest a squirrel, she talked about how she learned so much. She had lacked the knowledge of where to hunt, how to squirrel hunt, where to hit a squirrel, having the accuracy or knowledge of what it really what to do at all and so from our mentor hunt with bow we were able to really educate these girls on whether you get one or not like we can show them that this is where this is a public area that you can go hunt at here's the seasons that you can hunt at here's the behaviors to look for and the temperatures to actually go hunt on those days and it be able to have a really good harvest and a bunch of different knowledge about squirrels and squirrel hunting she was able to take that knowledge that she had learned and she went out on her own later on and she was able to actually harvest her own squirrel on her own. And then I remember her Facebook post, like the gourmet food that she made. Like I was salivating looking at the dish that she prepared and posted on Facebook between going out on her own and being super excited about that and then creating the dish from it. Oh my. I'm salivating thinking of the picture right now. It looks exactly. so good. <laughs> you know, I think we better, we need to, you and I need to bring her on and see what's yeah. going on in her world and talk about that experience because we better get, I mean, we need to get her out in the field some more too, so. Yeah, and she definitely, she expressed that she wants to do more and she was happy to start with the squirrels because one, it was a small game. Two, we were able to be there with her and show her. And three, she didn't have a high-powered gun that she needed. We had a 22 that we were able to loan out to her for her to utilize for this hunt. So she was able to become more comfortable with the surroundings around her and with her actual gun that she was utilizing. And she said that was one of the really good things that she needed was being able to be more accustomed to the things around her and what she needs to do. Yeah, that's, that's exactly right. And you're kind of spot on. That is what uh, the Becoming Outdoor Woman program is about in our mentorship programs and and that kind of leads me into this boxes is that's what we're wanting to do well we can't have these in person uh actually Sophia and I are talking we're recording this over zoom anyways you know while we're can't have these in-person education opportunities the hands-on experience like we've been doing with some of the, the mentor hunts prior to this um, that's what these boxes are about. We, we send the material to you, you learn about it, we can uh, create that camaraderie, but just virtually, and then hope to get you, you know, we will get you however it's going to look in the field through a mentor experience, similar to what Katie experienced with Sophia and how what Sophia experienced uh, with her internships with the game wardens or even the experience that she had growing up and it, it's amazing even that one afternoon in the field what that mentorship meant for everyone involved so we're going to jump a little bit ahead you know we've talked about what Sophia has 
where she was at, where she's at now. We're hoping that we can see her back in Nebraska, but meantime, we're happy that Iowa is sharing her with us. Um, let's talk about the She Goes Outdoors website and the overall program in itself. She, we kind of, in fact, before Sophia even knew it, we, Iowa told us, Megan told us that, hey, I think you know her. She's going to be coming to Iowa and working for us and doing this. I was like, oh, and like I was a bit jealous until Megan offered that she could uh, provide and work with this project. And I was super duper excited when that came out because I think the next project for Sophia is to start doing some videos on uh, some outdoor skill videos. But first, she put together the She Goes Outdoor website and talk about that website with us you know, what the domain is for them to find and kind of the thought process as you were putting this together. It's been really great working with both Nebraska, Iowa and Kansas um, because something I'm very passionate about is actually women and educating them and getting them outdoors. Because again, I was blessed to be able to be brought into this, um, but not everyone has that and they want to get involved. And I highly encourage all women, whether it's birding, hunting, or even foraging for mushrooms, get outside, do some of our BOW stuff. It's amazing. Um, everything that we offer so the website that I did, I, I think it was one of the first times I had a video conference was in Nebraska, Iowa, and Kansas. And they're like, yeah, I think we need a website. I was like, oh, yeah, that'd be really cool. They're like, could you get it to us by Tuesday? And this was a Thursday. So <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, I can. That's preparing you to work for the government. There <laughs> it is, preparing you. I was like, yeah, about, I will get it done. I told them I would get it done. And about Sunday or Monday, I was like, oh my gosh, am I going to get this done? This is way more work than I thought it was going to be. How do people do this? And so I was able to pull through. It's like, I told him I was going to get it done. I will get it done. And so I was able to get it done. And um, the URL for it is sgooutdoors.com. So S-G-O-O-U-T-D-O-O-R-S.com. And so we really wanted our URL to be something like um, to represent the She Goes Outdoors. And so based on all the other URLs that were taken, that was the one we were able to actually secure and have and make our own. So I went through it and I knew for the basics of what we wanted to accomplish with this. And I knew we wanted to be able to have a website for our subscribers and for anyone looking to be outdoors to know more information. I knew we wanted to have a website for them to go and actually visit and be able to find out more information, maybe an event schedule, be able to access a bunch of stuff. And so the more I started to work with it, the more I started to get really excited about it. And um, I knew Julia Michaela had a She Goes Outdoors uh, podcast. And I was like, oh, how neat would that be if we were able to link it on there? Because that's what we are now. She Goes Outdoors. And so I was able to take that podcast and upload it to our website and upload all of the a majority of the podcasts that we have, such as Nebraska Mushroom Hunting 101, How to Camping Getting Away, Prescribed Burns, um, Fishing Reels, National Frog Month, so a bunch of different things. And so with that, we are able to make it our own, as well as people that come from the three individual states that we have, the Nebraska, Iowa, and Kansas, I want them to be able to go to their state specific 
or if someone from Nebraska wants to go to Iowa or to Kansas, they're able to go to that website, they go to their individualized page on the website and click it and be able to see this is what Kansas does for their BOW. This is what, where you can access things for the hunting in Kansas, for fishing in Kansas, um, or for any of the states. You can ask, access camping, hunting, fishing, all of their BOW, um, Becoming an Outdoors Woman programs, as well as we've had a lot of partners be able to be involved in this and really help us out with it. And so I felt that we definitely needed to recognize them. So we have a partners page that recognizes everyone that has helped us out, as well as a subscription box page, which this whole thing is all about. And so you're able to go to this page, you're able to click on, um, currently right now we have the pheasant hunting box available. Coming up, we'll have the birding box, as well as an outdoor cooking and foraging and a fishing one. And so you're able to come here and you're able to subscribe for these and we'll send out an email saying, hey, like it's open now, you can go ahead and register and sign up or uh, a bunch of different things like that. But this website is just the start of everything that we're doing. It is just a small thing. We can only grow from here. And I'm really excited to see next year or two years from now where this website's gonna be look, what it's gonna look like and how many people we're going to be able to contact and reach out to and have been able to educate better because we now we have a base of an operation that we're able to have everything out of. Great explanation of it. I mean, she hit it spot on. And what we've been really enjoying lately is that subscribe here link. We were right before we started recording this Zoom episode, we were sharing or chatting about some of the stories that are coming in. The ladies that are subscribing and sharing the stories, like it's spot on. That's why we started this podcast, Michaela and I. Um, that's why we're creating, we have to become an outdoor woman program. We have WIDO, we have all these mentor programs. And now this is why we have creating these subscription boxes. It's, um, it's nailing it. It's, it's catching the attention of these female, the female audience that wants to, to learn what um, Sophia knows or the, or I want to learn or what I know. And so we're, we're more, you know, we're looking at it more as rather we're not the experts in the field. We get it. And we don't want this to all look like that. We want them to feel comfortable as if they're learning from us and, and that's the whole goal from it. And an easy to use, she's created an easy to follow, easy to use website. I don't want to read 10 pages of words. You know, I want some cool pictures. It's going to grab my attention, easy to know where I have to click to either find, to subscribe, to find the box I want, or to find some more information about the state that I live in. And so kudos to you. Thank you for putting that together. They didn't give me a lot to go off. So I was really able to like make it my own and think of like from my perspective of what I would want to see. But then they were able to give me an input. like, you know what? That would be awesome. Like, let's put that on the website. Let's reword this. But make sure to go to our website. And if you click on the contact page, you will come up with a little prompt like, Tell us about yourself. Um, we would love to hear your guys' story and hear more about you and um, what you're excited for with this website, with the BOW events, um, with really anything. We would love to hear from you guys and how you subscribe to our email. That's right. And those comments will help us as we start to brainstorm the subscription boxes after that. You know, while we only have one topic released seasonally right now, we're hoping as this grows that maybe we'll have more than one. 
in the future or um, tell us what you've done before, what you want to learn, you know, keep following us on this podcast as well and share the information. And, and subscribing to the podcast. Yes, we're subscribed to the podcast. Share it with your friends. Follow us on Instagram as well at She Goes Outdoors. Thank you for joining me today, Sophia. I appreciate your time. Uh, Michaela was not able to join us. We actually split our tasks today. She's on the radio live promoting the the subscription box goal, and I'm here today with you on the podcast. And so. We are very excited to continue to have you on as a co-host of this project. Good luck to you in the world of school as it comes along and who knows where that's going to go. Thank you for having me. It was really fun to come on and talk about it and really share about what I'm passionate about. Thank you and good luck to you.